Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. This is episode number 281 for Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. To check out the full details of each issue, go to previewsworld.com. Let's start off at number 10 from Marvel, Avengers Tech On, number one of six. This is written by Jim Zub, art by Jeff Cruz, a.k.a. Chamba. We've got various variant covers. The Eichi Shimizu cover is pretty cool. It shows a really high-tech Iron Man. What's the story about? When the Red Skull wields a strange new power that strips heroes of their abilities and threatens the entire world, the Avengers turn to Tony Stark's experimental new technology to save us all. Here comes the Iron Avengers, Avengers Tech On. So this is basically a collab with Bandai Namco of Japan. So it's, it's the Sentai-inspired action-adventure comic. The sort of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers genre. That's Sentai, right? So it's combining Marvel heroes with Sentai-style Japanese culture. I like the interior art a lot. I think Chamba does a good job. There are no harsh black lines throughout the artwork. It's that sort of style that you don't see that often. In comic books, we often have that outline. It really is that cartoony, comic booky style. And here we don't. It gives it more of a sense of computer-generated, computer-colored art. Cool panel layout, cool art, explosions, and it's a pretty cool mashup. Were you or are you a fan of Sentai anime and manga? Tell me about it in the comments. And this was number 10. Number nine is another Marvel book, Defenders, number one. So what is this, like volume two or three of Defenders? There's been Defenders comics for a long time. This is one of five. Written by Al Ewing and art by Javier Rodriguez. I went with the Rob Liefeld Deadpool 30th Anniversary variant cover. This is the year of Deadpool and Cable and X-Force. So we see Deadpool on a bunch of covers and a bunch of Marvel issues. Superstars Al Ewing and Javier Rodriguez reunite for a cosmos colliding journey. When existence itself faces extraordinary threats, it needs an extraordinary defense. That's when you call the Defenders. There have been various incarnations of the Defenders throughout the years, but in this latest version, apparently we've got Silver Surfer on deck, as well as Magic et al. In the interior art is a great nearly psychedelic layout. We've got Doctor Strange floating upside down meditating with various panels also floating around to give you a disoriented view. And what's that? Someone's got a gun to the back of Doctor Strange's head, but the gun is coming out of a portal. What? What is going on? It's the Masked Raider. No, not the Masked Raider, the Masked Raider. I think the comic is a very cool visual treat with a cosmic story to enjoy. What do you think of the death of Doctor Strange event coming soon? Tell me in the comments. Number 8 brings us to Dark Horse Comics and their The Unbelievable Unteens from the world of Black Hammer. As I've said in previous podcasts, I really enjoy how Dark Horse is creating a multiverse, many different universes in their, in their titles. Here's from the Black Hammer universe. It is written by Jeff Lemire and Tyler Crook, art by Tyler Crook. From the world of Eisner award-winning Black Hammer comes this meta-team superhero saga taking place between two different worlds. 
After signing at a comic book convention, ooh, I miss those, unbelievable unteens artist Jane Ito finds herself visited by one of the characters from her own creation. Jane's world is turned upside down and she learns the true nature of her identity. You can't go wrong with Jeff Lemire penned work, and you can't go wrong with the Black Hammer universe, so here's a new number one to enjoy. How many Black Hammer comics have you read? How many Dark Horse comics have you read? Tell me about it in the comments. Number seven at DC Comics brings us Pennyworth number one. Yes, Alfred Pennyworth gets his own title. This is one of seven. Written by Scott Brian Wilson. Interior art by Juan Gedeon. Spanning the years between the hit TV show and today, Pennyworth tells the continuing adventures of Alfred Pennyworth as an MI6 counterintelligence agent, this time in Cold War era Soviet Russia. So if you've enjoyed the TV show, here's a continuation of it. And as I always say, I enjoy the comics more than the TV shows, more than the movies. I think you get more out of a comic book, which is an active experience, than what you get out of visual media. It's more of a passive experience, in my humble opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong, however, or tell me if I'm right in the comments. So Penny, for your thoughts, are you reading the Pennyworth series? At number six, are you part of the Psycho Circus? Oh wait, that was uh, 20 years ago. Um, Dynamite brings us Kiss, Phantom Obsession, number one. Written by Ian Eddington and art by Seelore. Kiss comics are back. Dynamite proudly presents the best because you wanted the best. Kiss in Phantom Obsession. What's the story about? Well, Darius Cho is the richest man in existence and the most reclusive. Guess what? He's a Kiss fan. Kiss are hired by Cho to play a private party. And from there, Cho's obsession takes center stage and it's the fight for the band's life. So we've got a bunch of great variant covers. Just a lot of great ones to pick from. You'll find the perfect one for yourself. And if you missed Kiss Comics, Dynamite is bringing them back in a new limited series. Will this fuel your own obsession? Check out the comic and tell me if it does. Can't get enough Star Wars? Well, number five is for you. From IDW, we have Star Wars The High Republic Adventures, The Monster of Temple Peak. I say it over and over, but I still can't get used to seeing the Disney logo all over Star Wars. I'm so old school, I still miss the, uh, the LucasArts logo on Star Wars, but yeah, it's been a while. Coming on 10 years next year that Disney bought Star Wars, and I still can't believe it. Anyway, here's a new Star Wars High Republic comic. This is written by Kavan Scott and art by Rachel Stott. Follow former Jedi-turned-saver-for-hire, Monster Hunter Ty Yorick, and her first comic appearance in this all-new High Republic miniseries by Kavan Scott and Rachel Stott. Ty is a brave yet superstitious monster hunter, traversing the galaxy with KL-03 and her trusty rune stones fighting the deadliest monsters in any world. So this is an interesting take. She was a Jedi, but now she's a saber for hire. We'll see if she's a force for good or a source for selfishness. We'll see how she stacks up against Dr. Aphra and sort of these lovable anti-hero rogue characters. And again, if you can't get enough Star Wars, if Marvel isn't giving you your fix, IDW also has the more all-ages version of things with their High Republic Adventures, so check it out. At number four, all hail Behemoth Comics, because we've got Cinnamon number one of three. Written by Victoria Douglas and art by Victoria Douglas. Cinnamon is just your perfectly ordinary average house cat. 
at least until you get a glimpse of the world through her eyes. Countertops become skyscrapers, cat toys become biker gangs, and perilous giant robots rampage on the daily. Get drop kicked into the action-packed streets of Big Kitchen City as she fights the dark forces that dare to keep her from her favorite treat, catnip. So this is hilarious. This is the fantasy world of a house cat and how different the world is in her mind compared to reality. Really cool mannered art. Very sort of underground comic, independent comic art style. Really like that. And I like seeing creator-owned comics, auteur comics, get their chance out in the world. So I'm definitely picking this one up. Because, you know, cats rule and dogs drool. And we'll see how much cinnamon rules. It's number four on the list. Number three from Scout Comics brings us Count Draco Knuckle Duster number one. Written by Joseph Schmalke and Peter Gorl. Art by Joseph Schmalke. This is from Scout Comics, but their Black Caravan imprint. The curse of the crypto-crystalline stone continues in 2021. Follow the cosmic ghoul warrior and young psychic, Aseli Arglo, as they embark on the next chapter of an adventure that will take them from the vastness of the void to the depths of an aquatic moon crawling with fantastic creatures. This is what I love about comics, that they can be so fantastical that there is no Hollywood budget to hold you back from creating an amazing experience. As soon as I saw the cover of Count Draco Knuckle Duster previewed, I knew I had to have it. It's these amazing purple and black tones, a little splash of yellow. The main character looks amazing, ominous, magical, high tech. And again, from this description, I'm sold. I love some of these terminologies. The action-packed tale of sinister celestial sorcery continues, this time told from behind the mask of the mysterious and malevolent Count Draco Knuckle Duster and his cybernetic chrononautical exosuit. I love that. Just for that, I should bump this up to number one on the list. But I think number three is a great position for this independent comic. I can't wait to read this one. What about yourself? Have you read any other of the related Black Caravan comics? Tell me about it in the comments. Number two on the list, the Milestoneverse Return continues. Hardware Season 1, Issue 1. Written by Brandon Thompson, art by Dennis Cowan and Bill Sienkiewicz. Curtis Metcalf was the brightest shining star of Alva Industries, a brilliant scientist mentored by Edwin Alva since childhood, until the failures of Alva technology at the Big Bang disaster threatened to destroy the company, and Alva needed a scapegoat. With a nearly indestructible suit of armor and remarkable inventions that he never handed over to Alva, Curtis stands determined to do much more than clear his name. He's going to take the fight back to Alva himself. So the Milestone Shared Universe is an imprint of DC Comics from back in the 90s, written and drawn by black creators. It was a beloved time in comics when we could see a variety of voices over at Milestone. Static was the biggest name that came from the original Milestoneverse, although of course we had Icon and Rocket, Blood Syndicate, and Hardware. But Static was the big name that had various TV shows throughout the years. And I was very happy to know that Milestone would be returning in the 21st century. I picked up the issue Zero Preview issue for this whole reboot and I really enjoyed it. I picked up Static, season one, issue one and two. I've been enjoying that, amazing art. 
I picked up Icon and Rocket, and that's a fascinating tale on an, on an alien that's existed on Earth taking up the guise of an African-American now in the 21st century. And here we have the, the reboot of Hardware. So if you didn't read the original series in the 90s, it doesn't really seem that you need to have that in mind. This is all brand new stuff, really fitting in with the time. In the time of climate change, Occupy Wall Street, Black Lives Matter, insurrectionists in the government, and all of the societal and political issues we face nowadays. We will see how these classic 90s stories translate nearly 30 years later. So Hardware Season 1, number one, is my number two pick this week. Did you read Milestone Comics back in the 90s? Did you watch the Static TV show? Are you picking up the current Milestone Comics? Tell me in the comments. And lastly, the number one comic of this week, it had to be DC Comics' Batman 1989, number one. It had to happen after we got the Batman 66 comic, the Wonder Woman 77 comic, now we have Batman 89. This is written by Sam Hamm and art by Joe Quinones. Lots of variety of variant arts. I'm picking up the Jerry Ordway cardstock cover, which features the Billy D. Williams Two-Face. Oh, what could have been? This, of course, takes off of Tim Burton's seminal 1989 movie with Michael Keaton, Billy D. Williams, Jack Nicholson, and all. A lot of people don't realize that Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent in that original movie, and Harvey Dent, of course, became Two-Face. So what's the story? Step back into the Gotham of Tim Burton's seminal classic Batman movies. Batman 89 brings in screenwriter Sam Hamm, who worked on Batman and Batman Returns, and artist Joe Quinones, who worked on Dial H for Hero and more, to pull on a number of threads left dangling by the prolific director. Gotham becomes torn in two as citizens dressed as Batman and the Joker duke it out on the streets. As D.A. Harvey Dent tries to keep the city together, he targets the one problem tearing it apart, Batman. Then he'll get Bruce Wayne's help in taking down the Dark Knight. So that's why this is my number one pick. It pulls on your nostalgia heartstrings. It pulls on your what if heartstrings. And it pulls on your Batman heartstrings. You won't have any more heartstrings left after this review. I can't wait to pick this one up. I want so many of those variant covers, but my wallet can't take it anymore, Captain. As I said, I've reserved the Jerry Ordway cover, but I'm still really enjoying the plain old Joe Quinones cover. The black and gold Batman shiny logo is just still too amazing. The Taryn Clark cover is also so amazing. I want it. I want them all. I should stop looking at these. So wrapping it up, yes, Batman 89 number one from DC Comics is my number one pick for the top comic this week on New Comic Book Day. And those were my picks. What about yours? Tell me about it in the comments. Where did I get it right? Where did I get it wrong? What are you reading? What should I be reading? Tell me about it. What's the number one that I missed? Or what's the latest issue of another comic that you're reading? Tell me all about it. Tweet it at me. Twitter.com slash VMCompos. Don't forget to check out my comic book video content over on my YouTube. YouTube.com slash VMCompos. And if you enjoy my content, consider joining the VMC crew for 99 cents a month. They're on YouTube. Or Patreon. Patreon.com slash VMCompos. Become part of the VMC crew and reap the rewards. You'll get exclusives. You'll be part of special contests and more. 
If you can't quite pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply enjoy my stuff and like, comment, share, subscribe, ring the bell, battle the Minotaur, do all that good stuff. I would really appreciate it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.